There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, and look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las, Las Culturistas is calling. Can I get a temperature check on you and myself? Yes. Yeah, so do you want wrist or forehead? Well, can I? Wait, let's stop everything. Drop everything. Was going to go into what they call a bit, but we have to talk about wrist temperature checks. Didn't know it was possible. It's happening all over. It's late Q2 into... No, we're, we're not even... Oh, we, we are technically in Q2 now. It's April. Mm. I think it's it's a Q2 2021 development now convention where it's like, no, everyone's over the forehead. Bring me the wrist, why don't you? Bring me the wrist, why don't you? Can I say, famously knew about being able to take a pulse on a wrist. You know, I'm... <laughs> I've been around. You can take a pulse on a... I, I can't... I can't feel my own. Can you? My own Beyonce. Um, wait. Yeah, I, she's there. No, not as not as good as this guy. What? Where you kind of put it on your sort of neck sure. slash throat? This is the, a universal vascular accessibility point right here, right here on the neck. Now, is that from your history as a pre med student that you no, sort of use that language? No, just just general working vocab for physiology. Well, speaking of hospitals, what? Oh my God! What are you talking I about? Want, no, you want to talk about this? I want to talk about. I just this is what this is the temperature check I wanted to do. How raw? Oh. How raw and real should I be today? Because there's something going on. Our guest is nodding raw. Does she know? Oh, she she's she's mouthing the words raw. She will now. So basically, go. Okay. 
readers, there comes a time in every young boy's life when they get a medically necessary rhinoplasty. And unfortunately, that time has come for me. On Thursday, I'll be going, as they say, under the knife. Yes. To get my nasal dermoid cyst removed. Is this turning everyone on? This is not elective. Can't describe how badly I don't want to do it. And our guest is sort of, our guest is sort of, you know, pondering whether or not that's true. Sort of skeptical (laughs) energy. But I will say... Darling dear, it's at the point where if she if if this sucker in my nose gets infected, it could absolutely kill me. So it's just like I have to get this thing out of my nose, everyone. And the cyst is located so far in my septum. Again, hold the boners down. I know you're absolutely rocketing off your couches where you obviously listen to a podcast sitting on your couch. Well, belly down. They're stomach sleepers so that they get the boner and then boing. Well, you know, you know who's not going to be sleeping on a stomach for a while? This gal. Because I got to sleep rocketed up in the chair. Basically, everyone, the, the plastic surgeon who, get this, put Mary Jo Budafuco's face back together after Amy Fisher shot her in the face. So you know he's great. So you know he's good. Is taking a scalpel to my schnoz. I... Can't describe how much I didn't want to do this. In fact, I've put it off for many years. It is now no longer put offable mm. and got to go. So basically what I'm saying is like, this could be the last episode I do. No, no, Matt. If what I'm reading about anesthesia is true. No, Matt, this is, this is, have, have you had other kinds of surgery before? Famously, my wisdom teeth are, let's just say, no longer there. Did they put you under for that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was fine. It was fine, except I came out and looked at my doctor in the eyes and said, you're not fucking McDreamy. That's an amazing post-anesthesia line. Oh, my God. The fact that you even remember. My mother told me she was there. She said that she looked at the doctor. He looked back at her and it was sort of that. It was like 2010. So it was like, my son's gay and made a joke. (laughs) You know what (laughs) I mean? So, yeah. God, I some some anesthesiologist out there has to put out a book like within medically ethics. That's what we need. Well, you know what they could do is they could do a ghostwriting name. So many people are doing it. I just want quotes. I I want it to be like FML style. Remember that site? I Mm -hmm. I want it to just be that. I am so sorry that you are that you have anxiety about this. Oh, horrible! I think this is just like a crucible you have to walk through, and then and then and then you won't have to think about it after the recovery. I felt I had to be honest about it because it there is a possibility that it will look a little touch different. I told them I want to look as same as possible, but if it comes back, if it's like I disappear for a month, I come back with a different nose. I don't want to not. I don't want people to think I did it cosmetically. Not that there's no. anything wrong with that, Seinfeld. Right. You have one of the you have one of the great Greek noses of our generation. I, I'm not upset with it, and so the fact that it has to leave feels very sort of coming of age. Oh my god! In a way that someone sh- and some anesthesiologist write a book about. Everyone, um, pray if you're if you're the praying kind, please pray. Take to your knees. I'm not even I'm not even saying this like ironically. I think people, if if you are if you like to pray, you should pray for man. And also don't DM me with your story about the time you woke up from anesthesia during a procedure. Like keep no, that no, to yourself. I guarantee I, I am already handling for everyone the doomsday Googling. The doomsday Googling has we're yeah. we're well on our way. Damn, damn, damn. Well I think it'll be great. I, I hope come out of it very happy. I hope it comes out snatched. 
Yes, and thank you for sharing and, and being raw. With, I, with, I had with to us. be raw because I just feel like, you know, the readers deserve it. They deserve transparency mm. from us. Do you want to say mm-hmm. one transparent thing before we bring in our incredible guest? Yes. Go ahead and be, be transparent. The transparent thing is that the reason why we we did not have an episode last week was because Uh-oh. Matt came over. Matt was in town. He came over to my apartment. We had a wonderful guest booked. 15 minutes before we were supposed to go on Zoom. Uh-oh. Go just record. I, I broke down in tears, sobbing. Mm. Um, for for many reasons, we don't have to get into them. Yeah, our collective health has not been good. <laughs> no, but it's but I, I think this is actually perfect. You had a hard week. It's fine. I think this is a perfect segue into introducing our guests because it's about wellness. Now here's the thing. Well, well, very much is. Very much is. But I think she um. She is someone who is just, I, I, she's, she's probably so sick of hearing this, but like, w- what an intellectual healer, healer, intellectual healer, just, just her and, and, and her co-host Jacqueline Novak. She's been on the podcast before. Mm. What a true, perfect lens to examine wellness through. Yes. That they have in the podcast that they host together. Which is called, we should just say right now, it's called Poog. Poog. We're network siblings. We're so honored. When I heard that we were going to be net, w- network siblings with this duo, I said, we made it. Only at that point did I say we had made it. Before I Absolutely. didn't. Absolutely. I really didn't care at all. I didn't care at all before that. No. Um, we love her so much. Oh, my God. Can we say, first of all, in I was like thinking back. Do you remember when we watched 555 and like basically put it, put it on again right after we were done? I, I literally, and also I we went We watched to, the whole thing twice, mm-hmm, I think, I mm-hmm. believe. And I, our guest doesn't really know, but I've sought out them performing live many times. I saw them yes, at Lyric. Yes. I even asked a question during the show and I don't think the guest knew who I was at all because I was kind of just like hiding in the shadows. But I asked the guest a question. The guest gave an incredible, sufficient answer. Um... <laughs> An incredible, sufficient answer. Yeah, I got what I needed and she got what she needed. That's what I mean oh, by that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt it was um, symbiotic. Both of you were fulfilled. Very much so. Um, and a true, genuine honor. Oh, yes. Yes. And yes, I, yes. it's one of those guests where it's like, they haven't been on? Humiliating for us. Yes, humiliating for us. Um, I'm so excited she's here. Everyone welcome. Mm. Kate Berlant! <laughs> Oh, to become audible. Oh, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for that beautifully generous introduction. Oh, welcome to the uh, soundscape. I mean, welcome. I'm honored to be here. Before the before we were rolling, I was saying, you know, this is a true top shelf podcast. Oh man, um, like Hendrix, feather in my digital cap. No, uh, oh, but no. which will be reflected in the real world too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm overjoyed to be here well listen it's 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 truly a it's a i would consider it a peak of our lives and we have we haven't really (laughs) even really met that many times but we met in palm springs when we ran ran into each other at a restaurant of course of course that's really the one time that's so 60s like we ran into each other in a pot in palm springs at a restaurant true i mean that's such a glamorous it really was can i tell you for that to have happened i had just touched down that night mm-hmm. i'd flown in from new york from new york into into palm springs yes was told to go straight from the airport to this restaurant to meet matt and Sudi. i sent something back that night oh to, and i never sent things back and i did it very well and it's a formative memory continue i think you mentioned this to us i think you mentioned this to us when you when you came and said <laughs> hi knowing myself i probably <laughs> 
ran at top speed to you, crumbled and told you everything. Yeah. Wait, but but I have to know, was it a drink or a food I item? I never sent back. It was an app. <gasps> I did it mm-hmm. beautifully. So this is one of the, the burden of growing up, right? Which is kind of the theme of my yeah, life right, right now. And <laughs> totally. I think that sending things back, you know, of course it's scary. You know, we're, we're, we're told to feel wrong about it. I do it very mm-hmm. rarely. You do it you with, do grace. with grace. Okay. You do it with mm-hmm. love. You're not, you're not there to, some people send things back, you know, in a horrible way. They're being abusive. Yeah. Of course, no one sitting on this Zoom is going to do that, no, right? No, I, of course, go overboard. I go too far. Right. You know, I like, I'm like, let me wash a dish. You know, <laughs> I like go too. I like really want them to know that. Yes. But I overcorrect. But why do I keep dropping into this? I feel like that's the second <laughs> time I've done that. <laughs> it's been five minutes. That's a tick. I don't want to take it to the new You year. want to know what it is? It's a, hello. <laughs> it's you judging yourself, that voice. That's because you feel you're, <gasps> you're talking about yourself doing a monstrous thing. And we want to tell you it's something that it would it needed to go back. The app needed to go back yeah. clearly or it wouldn't have gone back. I'm also back. doing like Martin Short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, okay. But the app, I just want to say quickly, it was prosciutto with okay. melon. So we all are, wow. are, are, are familiar. Hi, summer. Melons should be succulent. They should be the sweet. should be fresh. Okay. They should be fresh. Well, prosciutto and melon can be more simple. What arrives at the plate? The prosciutto is is crispy. It's been cooked. No. So right there, I'm like, that should be no, on the menu. I don't know about right? that. You should tell me cooked prosciutto. Cooked prosciutto. It's not. And the, and it was over what can only be described as the most rigid melon <laughs> that I'd ever encountered. Flavorless. And by the way, it was like a $17 app. Of course you know it I mean? was. This isn't, this isn't. These aren't spiced cashews for $6. You pop them back, no. you go, you know, th- so this was, and I felt I'd already established so poor with the, with the right. server. Of course, of course we were close at <laughs> yeah. that point. I felt Sisters. comfortable and I said, God, you know, I'm so embarrassed here, but I just, would you just, you know, would you, I, this, isn't, this isn't the actual memory, but I was, I, I'm proud of myself. Yeah. I think I was really able to with love be like, would you hate me if I sent this back? I once, and I, Sending things back is a huge, I think it's been discussed on Poog, but I'll just say quickly, it's a huge topic for me. And mm. I once was so anxious about sending something back that I did an audio recording on my phone, thinking that if I were performing for my phone, then I would be able to do it and rise to the occasion. I still panicked. And I said, it was the, I was like, this is my greatest fear, but uh, you know, and the, they don't care, right? You're being polite. They're not going to no. judge you. I, I not not to not to move away from the discussion about sending things back, but I think I talked to you in the past about um you using sort of voice memos or however you record on your phone as mm, a way mm-hmm. to like as like some generative tool in your not in your work. I just in terms of like uh, you're you're playing to the phone in a way. I don't know. I don't know what it was specifically, but I feel like this is like actually no. This and 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 I don't mean to um point that out. To just to be like, this is something that Caperland does, but I'm like, oh, but that that is help. That is like very self aware of you to be like, well, let me actually. This is a helpful thing. Yes, and let me do it. So I don't think. I mean, I think you. I think you're handling this. You're, you've handled all of these situations so well. But how many times have we done it total? Do you have we? Do we have a count of sending things back? Yeah, that's unfair. You shouldn't answer that question. It's definitely under ten. Right. I would say okay. we're, we're clocking in at maybe five times. Did you <laughs> did you um, evaluate the prosciutto with melon? This is more about purely aesthetically. Yeah. Was it was it just like you looked at it? You were like, "This is not good enough." It it sat down. And I said, "Oh, that's not what I'm expecting." Yeah, but I was still prepared to fully dive in. When when the melon hit my mouth, and I you thought, "You got to be you knew kidding it was wrong. me, folks!" Yeah, I mean, it just was. It, and I didn't say to her like, "Oh, this is inedible," or "This isn't ripe." I just was, you know, I just you know a lot of hand wringing. Oh God, I it's been a hard year. You know, I don't know what I did. But there's Martin. 
it was gone and mm. then there was i believe a bruschetta right. or something right. and i was and we were back in business and it was fine. so this is the deal it's like <laughs> so i was a server for many years and so you have to understand i i've been on the other side of this many times and i i yeah i feel like i was retail but 100 yeah, percent. and so that's that's i guess where the rub is so that's that's i guess where it is so so when i'm a server being told like i need to send this back usually something is being sent back for one or two reasons one i ordered this and it's not satisfactory that's one two okay. this is not what i ordered Mm. So the fact that you said yeah. I ordered this, but it's not to my, it's not to my satisfaction. It's not to my taste level. Quite literally, I think there's a lot of power in that because yes. it's just, it's just, it, you are the type of person I want to be dealing with because I, as a server, know that this person knows what they want and wants to come here and have a great experience. Mind you, I haven't been a server in many years, but I just sent something back last week. And it was a What's cocktail. And I, oh, cocktails are classic. I mean, I I, <laughs> I can barely order a cocktail <laughs> because it's just it's never unless you're getting a goddamn Tom Collins something that's been written. You know, unless you're a getting like soda. a stable fixture. Yeah. yeah, unless you're getting like this is a Manhattan. I'm getting a Negroni. Mm -hmm. But once they start going, oh, it's made with, you know, once they start experimenting uh, back mm -hmm. there. <laughs> or can. like the craft margaritas that they're fucking whipping up now. Let me tell you something, darling. You just got to keep it straightforward because sometimes the thing about these craft cocktails is you got a lot of ingredients. Like there's a lot going on in them and you miss one not drinkable. Yeah. And they sure are heavy with the agave, aren't they? Always. Wow. It's Honeytown. As soon as always, the cocktail, it's Honeytown. It's Honeytown out there, uh, and I and I don't, I don't want a sweet cocktail. I never, never have. in my life. Let me ask you a question, and I know the answer because of what you've said. But mimosa or Bloody Mary in the sort of wars of the mimosa and the Bloody Mary, what's what's for you? I very wildly drank three mimosas yesterday in my home. What? And yes. What just happened? And to the, it was. Okay. I'm sorry, but didn't we just say that sweet cocktail? No. Listen. <laughs> okay. I'm you're sorry. Right. I'm sorry. And as soon the as multitudes the jumped out, out. Mouth, I went, here we go. I contain multitudes. Life is defined by paradox. And I don't want a sweet cocktail yet. I would say twice a year. I want a mimosa. Right. And yesterday was one of those days. Fresh squeeze or OJ. Okay. okay. This was, this was craft OJ, $1,400, you know, very, like an expensive <laughs> thing of like OJ. Like top shelf. OJ. <laughs> and a top shelf kava. Right. Okay. Right. And I also want to dispel rumors. Oh, a good bottle of kava is going to run you $22.99 at least. You can get a good bottle of kava for 15 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Or so, 400 so, Whatever you want. Or 400 whatever, However oh, yeah. you're feeling. Or grand crew. But I <laughs> drink. I drank it and it was huge for me. So anyway, so I had a mimosa. But Bloody Mary, typically I'm more for a Bloody or Bloody Maria because tequila of is my preferred. Of uh -huh. We love Bloody Maria. And you know what? Uh, Bo and Yang, have you ever tried a gin Bloody Mary? I have not tried a gin Bloody mm. Mary. Sometimes, someday. Um, people that talk about juniper, when people are like always quick to be like, you know, it's juniper, right? <laughs> uh, I did it again. <laughs> this is really bad. Martin? This is really yes, Martin. bad. Oh, no. Martin, and it's Jiminy Glick. It's something. specifically Jiminy, it's Jiminy Glick. Glick. It's Jiminy Glick. I'm just doing a bad Jiminy no, Glick now. No, no, it's wonderful. Kate, wonderful. Had, Kate had some, you know, she was, you know, people loved her, you know, and she then she hadn't Jiminy quite broken Glick. through, hadn't really found that role yet. 
And then and then we went back. We came back from COVID, and she was just doing Jiminy Glick. <laughs> That's where we lost interest. She had such a thing, you know. She had such a thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> she lost it. I saw Martin Short once outside of a restaurant, and he really is a, a god to me. And Did you approach? No, I could never approach. Mm. Actually, that's not true. I could, I but I could. was too overwhelmed. I just, I smiled, and to, and through the smile, the the it was he transmitted, knew. and he received. He yeah. Who have who have you approached? Is that is that a fair question? Oh, I love that question. <laughs> I love that question. So I have I had did a terrible approach <laughs> when I was I want to say sixteen, fifteen, yeah. sixteen. I approached Owen Wilson, who was in a Borders books. Mm-hmm. There was a CD section, mm-hmm. oh, and wow. I was very Rushmore was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went up to him, and I was like, "I'm so sorry to bother you, but Bottle Rocket Rushmore, I'm just, I'm just a huge yeah. fan." He looked around very nervously, oh. uncomfortably, but in a way that, and even as a as a teen, I felt in his looking around. Dare I say a performance of? Oh, I'm being bothered because there's no one in sight. Feels, Do you know what I mean? There's a little bit real. of like a. Yeah, that feels right. I don't, I'm not even, try, I'm not throwing him under the bus. I'm not even saying he was rude, but I just remember in the moment, I was like, oh, he's acting like a famous person, <laughs> but he was a famous person <laughs> who was coming up to him. But I did the unthinkable, which I was a child. I would never do this now. I reached my hand <gasps> out. See, they don't you know, like which that. Which is, you can't do. They don't like that. And again, I was a child. And we're at a border. So what's the year? Like 2005, four? Yeah, younger. Can I can I just say this might be like my own self-selection bias talking. I feel like the rules for um famous person engagement, celebrity engagement were not um, widely set or known at the time. <laughs> it's why the line was being crossed so many times really in that era of that era of let's just say it Perez Hilton Okay. Mm. He Uh was sort of encouraging everyone to go up, jut their hand out at Owen Wilson and the like (laughs) in a borders wherever. I tried to shake it. I tried to shake Jerry Seinfeld's hand. He told me he doesn't do that. Second Seinfeld reference of this episode. Don't know why this is happening. (laughs) It's a competition between him and Short. Yeah. I just remember he gave me, he handed me his very limp Uh, hand. Limp. It was a very, very limp (sighs) hand. And I immediately, I remember the shame like filling me from my stomach up to my shoulders. And I, it's like, what have I done? And then I, you know, I was like, oh, sorry about it. Ran away. So I did that approach. Um, never recovered, clearly. <laughs> Who else have I approached? The, I think that might be my, is that my only approach? No, 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 no. I, I, it, sticks, it sticks out to you. And I, I, I find that beautiful. Well, it's because it sticks out because he made it a bad experience. And I'm yeah. going to say this. The terror of that approach. That's, so you yeah. know what that's like? That's like, and this is where this comes from. And I'm diagnosing. You don't like to send things back because you don't want to get an Owen Wilson response to that because you were doing a perfectly lovely thing and you were saying, I enjoy what you do. And you were <sighs> saying as a person that's in engaging here and you, when you go into a restaurant and everyone at home, all the readers, when you, I want you to know when you go into a restaurant, that's engaging. So kudos, you are engaging. <laughs> and you, if the waiter was to be like, well, what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh. Well, then we'll have some fun, sweetheart. Oh, but isn't that isn't that what you're afraid of? That the waiter will yes, sort of no, be like, totally. no, that's the way it's supposed to be. The that's the melon. Or that they'll th- yeah. My fear is that they're interpreting me as some you know princess, right? Who like can't she came you know, in here? Had, my palate. I eat shit all yeah. the time. I know isn't good, and I pay, and I and I do my I do my citizen duty, and I get out, and I keep it to myself, and we talk in the car. Right? Yeah. I, I I deal with it. I take it home with me. I don't. 
I don't put it on you. Oh but every God. now and then there's a hard melon at the peak summer season and I'm not I'm not paying seventeen. No, I can't right. even believe that was the OG price. I really think it was seventeen. I of course having the urge to cross reference the menu, but I won't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Probably seasonal <laughs> too. Give them that. You, 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 we, we can't <laughs> reference it. I yeah. I wanna ask you, Kate, I feel like this podcast, Poog, I thought about this and I I hate to use these words, but I mm. find it to be very brave and get ready, vulnerable mm-hmm. that you guys are like <sighs> that you guys have to you guys have to like talk about your own experience with some wellness topic in order to like right. engage in some meaningful conversation about it and the, and every conversation is meaningful, but I'm always like, oh, okay, so we so they had to both share that like they um you know don't like waking up at a certain hour. That's a terrible example, but do do you know what I mean? It's like you guys have to sort of reveal something about yourselves that is deeply, deeply personal in order to like have the discourse that you guys want or the the tone that you guys want to have. Thank you. Would you, would you, okay, so. No, I love that. I love that reading of it. Yes, I think it's like also because there's something so embarrassing and vulnerable about being like, I want face Mm -hmm. cream because that, it's like, oh, you want to be pretty, bitch? You know, it's like just in doing these things, which, you know, most of us do do. Most of us are in some way inscribed in this system of trying to better ourselves, you know, from Nivea to, to Clinique. And I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. But like, Nivea we all buy these things. That's the title of that. From Nivea to yes. Clinique. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. But yeah, we all uh, desire. We all have desires. We all have, you know, some aspirational vision of, of and then just the kind of magical reality that's attached to products and that, that, that it's very real mm-hmm. yeah yeah and um, you know it's interesting you yeah. bring up face creams because really this year it's the first year that i'm really diving into them and i wish mm. i could tell people like some people are like hey your skin's looking a little better what are you doing i buy everything everything i buy i put it all on my face at one time so I don't actually oh, wow. even know because because I, I guess I get it in my head like it's the crisis see, of so many it, it's products. the it's yeah. the um what do they call it the plague of plenty they don't call it that but I'm calling uh, it that oh um I love plague that. of plenty it's like uh, great book oh, title oh yeah <laughs> some anesthesiologist should get on that but but basically I'll get all this shit and I'll feel like well I have to use all of it to make sure. Because something will work. And then I don't know now what works be- or what doesn't work because it's all on there. Yeah. That can't be good. If you, if you want to go, if you want to merge like Korean Eastern skincare with like Western like dermatology skincare, mm. it, the steps mm. are cleanse, cleanse, toner, exfoliate, serum, moisturize. And then if it's the day, you SPF. If it's night, you do another sleeping mask or a night cream. That's the general right. order. You just want to like thinnest to thickest. That's the, right. that's the guideline. And I don't claim to know, right. know hardly anything. That's the other thing. No, what you're saying, thin to thick changed my life. You know, even just that. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it so funny? It is that simple. And only just now was it ever really said for the consumer base out there. Oh, wow. And I dream of a life of, you know, the woman with one cream. Like my... <laughs> My mother has has aged beautifully. She's 76. She like her skin is great. She doesn't really wear makeup. She uses drugstore products, you know, and I'm like, why can't I like like she now she's like she eats kind of whatever she wants. You know, she drinks 
at night. Right. <laughs> she has drinking problems. <laughs> um, but mom, but uh, no, but it's, but now in this, we have too many products. Yeah. But, but the fantasy of having no products is also its own magical reality. Right. It's like, I know, but you meet those people where they're like, Ooh. all I put on is perfume. No. It's like, yeah. They're like, I use water and bar soap. <laughs> yeah. I use Irish spring under my eyes. Yeah. It's a whole it's a whole scene in Mad Men, like Megan Draper being like, Yeah, my mother just washes her face with warm water and then like touches her face with the tips of her fingers. Like that mortified like, I don't remember it. Oh, yeah. I- I'm mortified that I do. It's one of the only scenes from Mad Men that I remember vividly. <laughs> and I'm like, God, why do I remember that scene of Jessica Parra? Wow, that's the scene that stirred you. Uh, oh my god, this has a cool uh, th- this is when you're first meeting Megan, and then like, who is that? Who is yeah. that character? And then, and then, of course, and then they make you love her. They really mm. do, and yeah. Yeah, they yeah, really they do. do. And you go, who the who the hell was I? <laughs> I hated her because she was young and beautiful. You know, they really turn it on what, you. You know yeah. what I've never like sort of been more shocked by, but also seen myself in more is the performance of Zuby Zuby Zoo. I really oh. was just like so shocked that it was happening, and then. It's a big swing. By the end, I was like, <laughs> yes. and but you know, and like I was like, what is this show doing? And then I was like, no, wait, you want to know what? People take big swings. They do. So just because we don't th- see this like or recognize this in nature, I'm like, no, but th- th- there is a world where this woman has done this and we're watching it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. In that time. More of big swings. The big swing. That is the sending back. Big swings are embarrassing. I mean, I think we're I remember when there was like a little period of time, maybe a few years ago, where everyone was like, sincerity, like earnestness is about to like have a moment in comedy <laughs> mm. specifically. And I was like, mm. really? And then oh, I yeah. guess that kind of came true. But now I think the sure pen- <laughs> the, the, the the period, sure the frequency did. on the, the 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 swing back is so quick now. You know how you know it's like, oh, like fashion trends recycle every 30 years, and now it's like 20 or 10 like i feel like that that cycle is that the period literally is shrinking so that it's like okay we're gonna like rock back and forth between these two poles every year now maybe like in a few years and that is actually so 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 upsetting and horrifying to me does that am i making sense yeah, no, I I don't know what I think I, I'm I for one can't wait to see what's gonna happen the next five years. But it does feel <laughs> no, but it is kind of I I don't even know how I mean you two are you know you you're you talk about culture and I I feel so currently out not outside of it but like I can't even I don't know what we're doing anymore. No, neither do we. Oh, please, that's why. Like, <laughs> it's so crazy because like. I feel constantly out of the loop. Like, like I, I feel like I, I open the newspaper and front page is middle parts. And it's like, I'm sorry, you can't get me to part my hair down the middle. Like, it's not going to happen. That was something that actually did come to the surface for me. Somebody was like, oh, side parts are for old people. And I've been doing a side part since 1982. And I was just, <laughs> it hit me so hard. And I tried to do a middle Am I even doing a middle you've, right now? You've done a middle you're in the sort past, of doing sure. it. terrified me. I've done a middle. By the way. This could never happen for me. What I said was a lie. I'm lying on air. I'm lying on air. Brave. I did center forever. And then right before the pandemic, I think I started feeling flirty and I started going to the side. Mm. And did and you love? Kind of, this is me now. I was loving it in the privacy of my home. And then someone told me that it was a sign of being old. See, I feel like for men, a middle part is such a, Biz, like crazy like night like it's right away kidding? like the, who do i think i am <laughs> devon sawa like is that even how you say that i name? think it's good i i think yeah. matt, no matt is, is of course it looks looks fantastic with the middle part I, I yeah 
you, 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 yeah. Ha- yeah, you have, you have the, the length. It and does the, look and the modern. Search. It looks modern. It looks modern now. Well, I gotta <laughs> say, like, it, it just feels like such a hard pivot. Like, you don't think, you you, you think like, oh, side parts. you do it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Side part to middle it. part doesn't feel like a big deal, but it's really a face changer. And in terms of like, what's popular in like, comedy film television whatever i have no idea whether we're doing fleabag or are we doing uh, austin powers i I just feel like (laughs) is it both can it be both (laughs) i hope so yeah where do you fall on that spectrum kate between fleabag and austin powers well i recently tried to rewatch the spy who shagged me because it was it was big when i was however old and well, yeah, it wasn't. Uh... It didn't slap. <laughs> the highlight of that film is the end where Frau is counting. I di- didn't finish it, but Frau yeah. counting down to the rocket is g- yeah. genius. I don't know. If maybe that holds up. I don't know. She's yeah. great, but again, didn't get that far. Okay. I also I we watched The Mask, and I no. thought, oh yeah, I. <laughs> I know I don't like broad. Like, I know I don't like really broad. Like, in Austin Powers, I like a lot of it because a lot of it feels, like, specifically dumb. Like, but the mask is literally just... And I I like Jim Carrey, but the mask is, like, someone looking at camera and saying, somebody stop me! And I'm like, that to me is, like, toddler humor that I hope doesn't return. What I was couldn't believe is the mask... He did the mask on Ace Ventura the same year. Oh my God! No, can you imagine that career? The stamina. Oof. Imagine the calls. Oh, they imagine were coming the calls. in. They were coming in. <laughs> we got another one for you. You know, I just <laughs> and the offers. I just can't imagine the offers. Anyway, Cameron Diaz introducing Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Never forget. Never forget. Which was I couldn't believe it. That movie used to make me so horny. Yeah. Well, then for her to go from the mask to like the next year, like my best friend's wedding, like th- th- there, there aren't careers like that. Or maybe there are. The greatest film. No, there aren't. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. oh my God, Martin, you're back <gasps> to weigh in. is in the room. <laughs> the spirit is here. I'm br- this, this is good. I'm having an exorcism and it will never return. It will never return. Pazuzu. You know who's had a Cameron Diaz is... I feel Margot Robbie. Oh yeah, yeah. Margot Robbie is the spiritually the spiritual successor to Cameron Diaz. Sort of comes and mm. splashes onto the scene, and then is prestige, but also big budget because you know there's another one of them Suicide Squads coming out. Was Cameron ever prestige? Cameron was prestige mm. in being John Malkovich, and she was oh, prestige okay, okay. in. Thank you, and how dare I have that not been at the front of my mind? Me too. And she was prestige <laughs> uh, for a hot second there, and she I believe she got awards for her performance in Vanilla Sky or awards nominations, and she was also prestige enough to be in Scorsese's Gangs of New York. So oh, that's I'm, I'm, never I apologize. It. Yeah, I didn't know I had the bibliography on Cameron Diaz, but apparently I do. Um, but my best friend's wedding, she's genius. My best genius. friend's wedding. chef's kiss, genius and being John Malkovich, one of the great films. Yes. And I mean, I was thinking about my best friend's wedding today because Julia in it is stunning. The, the only woman that I ever knew. I didn't know what a woman was until Julia Roberts. That's a great way to put it. Explain that. I just, when Julia Roberts came on the mm-hmm. scene, or I don't know, I don't know the first time I saw her. I will say Aaron Brockovich mm. was a foundational text yep. for me. I was like very obsessed with it. And I used to, at that point, 
I would put on high heels and I realized like, oh, I can do homework at home in high heels. Oh, like, I can pr- dress up like I'm a lawyer and then middle like doing homework. And it easier. makes you better. So at the I homework. would dress up. <laughs> so I would dress up to do homework and I'd be like, God damn it, Ed. You know, I'd like walk around <laughs> in my it, heels Ed. and it really helped, which became like a tool that I continue to use in my life of like dress up for it. Do what you can to make it easier. Pretend someone's watching yep. you. Be the wow. actor in the movie. Pretend that you're doing the thing and then you'll oops, now I'm actually doing it. It's very helpful. Yes. I think um, maybe this is generationally specific, but that movie, mm. the line readings on like a, on like a, on like a, on like a musical, melodical level. Yes. Burned in. Burned. Burned, burned. in. Burned. Burned like, five is my phone number. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm guessing that zero is the number of times you're going to call it. Oh my God. Doesn't matter. That's all you got, lady. Yes. Two wrong all feet and fucking ugly shoes. Yes. Ugh. And actual chemistry. Yep. Also, I'll say mm-hmm. actual chemistry. When have we seen chemistry? Not, not since. Chemistry's gone. Not since. Not since. Even with this, I mean, I, this, this is a fucking deep cut. And, and okay, here. Cut us. <laughs> I got fired. <laughs> what? You've been working so hard. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't make one fucking bit of difference. difference. My heart. <laughs> I just got chills. She's driving, right? She's driving. No, 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 no. 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 Oh, that's he's fixing her pipes. Yeah. And the baby and the baby says a word. And the baby says a word. Oh, oh, the baby says a word is is she's driving. Ball. Yes. And she said he says ball and she's driving and she gets her Oscar nomination there. Also, That's, that's the nomination. Also, we're also forgetting. We're also forgetting. When the cockroach runs through the thing and she goes, who lives like this? <laughs> She's unbelievable. <laughs> She's unbelievable. Yeah, and yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's yeah. funny. It's suspenseful. <laughs> it's sexy. It's sexy. Yeah. Her looks everything. are unbelievable. Her hair oh. changed everything for me. Oh. She's a whole lot. That's why. It, it's like, it's amazing. She's harnessing so much to give a performance that feels so real. And it's just like that a, a real movie star, like such yeah, a movie bingo. star, but somehow a movie star who actually can then disappear and do a role. It's crazy. I mean, I don't know if disappear is the right word, but <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, I love her. I love her. And my best friend's wedding. She's amazing. Amazing. And the character is so like evil. Yeah. And does crazy things. No, I would yeah. say calling to get your like, the object there of your affection. That and you can see her wig at one point. But oh, <laughs> we, my, fa- my favorite thing is when reshoot is obvious. Yeah. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey. 
Try new bubbly burst. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever seen the proposal with Sandra Bullock, another absolute queen of the of the cinema? I have not seen. I have. Not you would seen. actually like it, Kate. You would. You would like okay, it. It's, it's really, really stupid, but also really it works good, because really Sandra's just doing it. She's just like I. I don't know how to describe it, but Sandra, she's just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a yeah. there's a moment at the end, Bowen. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where she's like packing up her stuff. the The whole point of the movie, spoiler alert, is that she is like this like dragon lady of a boss. Ryan Reynolds is her assistant, and uh, she has to pretend that they're getting married to stay in the country because she's getting deported to Canada. So he, she gets like it, it, the, the, skip to the end of the movie she's getting deported she's packing up her stuff and she's like all right i need these boxes taken here i need this i need that and in runs ryan reynolds and she turns around and her hair is parted to a, the different side it is such a fun <laughs> continuity error it's so bad yeah. i have no idea whether it was shot eight months later or what but it is so funny everyone just go google all readers should google proposal ending scene and you'll see it's like she turns around ryan reynolds is there they cut to him and they cut back to her and she goes andrew and her hair is completely (laughs) different mistake it is (laughs) it's amazing that's not caught no one one catching that well it's like who's at village yeah who's at village who's who's script supervising (laughs) (laughs) who's at village who's at village that's title title sorry who's at village for that 
<laughs> Video village readers. It's where people yeah, sit sorry. and watch things happen as it's they happen. The it's magical are. place. I always thought it'd be funny to be like, we met at Video Village. <laughs> <laughs> we met at Video Village. It was really casual, and then I, before I knew no. it, there were sparks in Video Village that night. Spark, maybe sparks in Video Village is title of app. Sparks in. Yeah. Vi- oh, I, I, I'm a fan of Who's at Village just because it, like, it, it immediately transports. It's transportive. It is for, for for us in a very deep way. All right, so listen. So we're, we've sort of like stumbled into the area of like foundational texts. Yeah. And so yes, this is where yes. we sort of feel like. It's a good opportunity. <sighs> we take opportunities here. Sorry. To ask the question, Kate Berlant, what was the culture that made you say culture was for you? Do you understand the question? Yes. I love this question. I think it's a profound gift you give to listener and the, the participant. <laughs> we'll here. call us Santa Claus. It's, it's a hard question. It's a hard question. Very difficult. Because, you know, I feel like I have a two pronged answer. Use both <laughs> prongs, I was please. Thinking, okay. With both prongs engaged, um, very foundational for me was watching the Oscars with my mom. Wow. Yeah. Huge. And like my mom having a glass of champagne, being very, the excitement, really caring. I think because I was grown, I grew up without religion. Like I grew up like just very like secular, like there was not never a mention of sports in my home. There was never... I'm, I, I'm an only child, so um, <laughs> I had to create my own culture. Um, there was, there were no models in for these me four walls. Of course, my parents. Yeah, so I, I'm blinded by the light. It's, okay, it's it's radio. They can't see. Podcast okay. or a visual medium. Um, Kate is blinded by a light right now. It's, it's crepus- really crepuscular light. The yes. second we the asked California this question, sun. it became very noir where she is, and all of a sudden we're yeah. transported. Yeah, <laughs> and so because of the absence of kind of religion or maybe ritual like just more like a more I was craving ritual I was craving religion I think I was craving something to like punctuate the Mm. year something to have meaning Uh something that was like that my that I was like watching the television with my parent like you know something to 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 idolize and the Oscars were right there and so and I just loved the glitz and the glamour of course it was also (laughs) the first time that I felt like my favorite thing was to watch the actors watch their clips they're nominated yes. for. Oh. Right. And the kind of split between, okay, so that's a character. This is the actual actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the but the knowledge of the actor is still acting because they're on camera and they're at this psychotic ball mm-hmm. where they have to perform themselves. <laughs> yes. So it was kind of like just I just it was very interesting to me and exciting and also just fun to watch. I mean, you know, it's Hollywood and and all of that. But that was that did a lot. And I think just the speeches and kind of like knowing when I was watching certain speeches, like they're lying. So you could see the artifice from the beginning, you feel? I mean, it sounds preposterous to be like, even then I knew. <laughs> but I just think it was, I didn't, I don't think I knew what was going on, but I just knew like, I'm interested yeah, in this. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> the social sort of display. It is like an interesting social experiment, right? It's like you get actors to compete with one another. Then you find out yeah. later they've campaigned for this. And mm-hmm. it's so interesting you bring up the watching of the clips because that is my favorite part is the moments before the winner is announced and they're all watching a clip that I don't think they picked. And it feels like they can do one of, I'm going to say three things, act embarrassed by it, (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Dying Keen, Dying Keen. Right. Or like yeah. anyone being like, oh, I've. Who, me? Yeah, like, oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. Like that clip, I guess I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Or uh-huh. the, I guess I wasn't a movie. Right. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. Or they can solemnly watch it and be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was my work. Most people do that. Or. And, and that's like a Nicole. That's like a Nicole. Sorry, I'm trying to think, think of examples. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah Nicole, Nicole is, usually looks up and then directly to the partner. <laughs> yeah. Keith. Keith. I'm always the partner. It's really about the partner yeah, who they bring. Partner, and and the, the acknowledgement of love, the performance of the partner is always like, that's more now Keith, at this age. You like, are Whoa. my rock. <laughs> And I felt so raw after making this film and et cetera. And then there's a yeah. third sort of way I think people can do it, which is to pretend it's not happening and sort of still be having a conversation with whoever's next to them uh, right, right. as if oh, oh. they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The fourth thing is bit, like comedy bit about it. Like cross your eyes while you look at it or they cut back to you when oh. you're wearing funny glasses. Like you'll often see. And that's reserved only for the Indie Spirit Awards. I mean, that's like the very. <laughs> to make them such like a mockery. five percent do exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it is interesting. That's Golden Globes only. Mm-hmm. Yes. Never yes. the Oscars would they dare. Never. Do you, do you remember a specific ceremony? Because I, I feel like. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm thinking I really. For me, it was for me. It was ninety eight. It was Titanic year. And that, that was the year that like keyed. I think a bunch of ki- kids in our generation. And I think, yep. like I, I didn't Titanic. Yeah, that was. I yep. don't, I was thinking about Titanic today because mm. I was like Titanic was, and that was the first time I feel like there was a movie like that that was the culture was feeding you so aggressively. Yes. It was like this is the movie. And I felt somehow kind of maybe a little more adult because I was able to enjoy Titanic. Yep. And then it won Best Picture. And it was like, well, look at me enjoying Titanic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We I all mean, agree. You know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny that like, it, it's true. But you know, they've even tried to like, the Oscars have even tried to become part of the monoculture of certain things in recent years by like making there be 10 nominees or they'll nominate like Avatar, which is truly laugh out loud that, that it would get so many Oscar nominations in watching it now. But it still feels like I have to rewatch. They, oh, it's a good rewatch because <laughs> um, it's a laugh a minute. But it's funny because like they really do try to get these bigger movies nominated by doing more nominees for Best Picture, and it feels like no one's watching them anymore. Like, did you hear how bad the ratings were for the Golden Globes? Like, it's like really no. people don't care about these award shows anymore. In a way that's like obviously important, yeah. right? Like in a certain way, it's it's like obviously like. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're like a horrifying element of of the culture, <laughs> and then now similar like college is also like well that's fake yep. too. You know, it's like oh yeah. who gets to go to college, who gets to participate in this system, right? And similarly, like these award shows are being revealed for that, but and like kind of as they try to like do the right thing, yeah, they're like further revealed to yes. be like you don't understand, yeah, worse and worse. <laughs> or something like it's very, but. Re- rewatching Oscar speeches, I I do that like sometimes. Mm. It's very comforting to me. YouTube clips of watching old acceptance speeches and what stands out. Julia actually, I mean, my God, she does a little bit. I it's when she wins for Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. I think she's she's doing some excessive laugh acting. Yeah, I agree. And, God, I love it. And up that's here. the hard. <laughs> yeah, 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 a lot, a lot. It's a lot. Big swing, big and swing. And it's hard because. To be, I mean, can you imagine, listen, when I was a little girl, okay, I thought I'm going to be a big star daddy, mm-hmm. right? And then you grow up and you go, I'm not. And thank God. Or no, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm, yeah, never, yeah. I'm never, I'm never going to have to be Julia. Like, I'm never going to have to be. <laughs> yes. Like, blessed be the character actress. Like, I'm never going to have to be 
Like, Blessed be the character actor. It's also a good title, <laughs> Beth, to be honest. <laughs> I'm never going to be, I won't ever have to be in the gown. Mm. And everyone going, isn't she the most beautiful woman in the I, world? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And here's your award. And everyone's looking at you. It's like that. Then that produces the fake laughter because then you have to be humbled, which is the Anne Hathaway kind of that it came true. Yeah. Right. And then we all jumped down her throat for it in a way that it's like, yes, of course. But also we have to cut her some slack. Like that's performance hell. Receiving an award like that and then having to act like you are. Being, and also just the embarrassment of being overwhelmed by an award, mm-hmm. right? It's like there's so much happening at once. So like, much. Yeah. It's a lot. And, and, it, and it is a thank God I, I don't have to be a Julia Roberts thing, right? It's like, I don't know what that walking personal hell is. It's, I mean. Well, you can't win. Julia's a friend. and Yeah. No, <laughs> no it's so hard. I would kill for her friendship. I would kill for her oh, friendship. Oh, 100%. <laughs> even, even, even if she is like mean, please. Yeah. Yes. I would love to, I would yes. love, sign up for the abuse. Um, I feel like you can't really win either because like yeah, yeah. I hear I hear she's like nicest lady on the street. Um doll, but her and her husband you... don't spend more than two weeks apart. They have a rule. Continue. <laughs> I've done the research. Continue. This is, this is on Jim Danny Motor. Um Yeah. It's like if you're too casual, like if you're Sudakis, like a few weeks ago, like at the Golden Globes when he was like obviously baked and won an award he didn't expect. Everyone was like, yeah. well, fuck him because you know what? Women have to get dressed up. And it's like, if you're Anne Hathaway being like, my dream came true tonight. Everyone's like, well, fuck her because fuck you know you. what? Yeah. Mine yeah. did it. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you, you're, it's either side of the spectrum. No one has, no one can go up there and kill it unless you're like, Jeff Bridges. Truly. Like where it's just like sure. some older man that's like really yeah. deserving it says someone. Like scruffy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you if you if but if you're a woman, if you're if you're winning best actress, the right now, the 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 person who's done the best at it, quote unquote, I think has been like a Brie mm-hmm. Larson going up, mm-hmm. taking the award, being like Wow, this Absolutely. is so lovely. Thank you all so much. Yeah. And then she just beautiful. walks. Just, yeah, beautiful. But, but to even have to perform, th- she probably had to like process that and mm-hmm. be like, I gotta be mm-hmm. fully... And it's exquisite acting, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's hell. Because I remember the Life is Beautiful, I just yes. want to say. What's his name? Roberto and, like, Life is Beautiful was a real problem in my house. Like my dad was like, you could never have made the Holocaust a, a fucking play. Uh, you know, like there was like anger. Jojo like, Rabbit must was, not like, have gone over well in your house then. <laughs> I didn't, I still haven't seen it. So then I remember like, just being a child and being like, that movie's bad. Yep. Or something. And then, and then his big standing crazy. on yeah, the yeah. chairs going no. crazy. And I was like, oh, he's full of shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like, no, but did anyone ever hear from him again? I don't think no, so. Cause he was like, now I get to, yeah, he did it. And that also watching the Oscars now watching those montages of the nominees, it does give you this comfort of like, oh, right. It's also like fleeting or ephemeral. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. even you can be nominated for best actress for an Academy Award, like ostensibly the, the the peak, right? All you could ever. And then you're watching it going, hey, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, who are these people? <laughs> yeah. The movie you've never heard of. And then it's it's like, you know, like it, it, there is something comforting about about watching. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. I, I think it just it's. I don't know. I feel like as the media gets more and more sensitive every year, it all just falls away. Like I don't know who Alicia Vikander is. I I can't pretend that yeah. I ever did. I don't think she's the only person who has top lined huge box office films and won an Oscar that I don't think I'd recognize on the street. And this was recent. 
I feel like mm. though, yeah. the only way to really nail it is if you just mm. don't see it coming. Like when Marion Cotillard won, like, and she was or just Olivia like, Coleman or like right, yes, Olivia. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. When yeah. she, you're just so like Beautiful shocked work. and French. <laughs> yeah, like when you're like, oh, thank you, life, thank you, love, and it is true. And it's just like perfect. 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 Thank God. Can you imagine if someone else had won and it's went up there so and gave funny. one of those regular speeches? No, we need that for for drag, for life, for joy, Beautiful. for food. I'm so glad you say that because it is so possible, right? And when those happens, you're like, no, I won't give us a little magic. Like, mm. yes, there 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 should be some magic here. Sorry, I was I was groaning earlier because I was thinking one of my most Top offenders, Eddie Redmayne. Oh, oh, I can't toss him out with the terrible, to the wolves. Terrible. And for what I, I return to it to hurt, to mutilate, to self mutilate. <laughs> you know, just to, and the, the uh, <laughs> oh, it's the, yeah, the stumbling, the, the it's like a peculiar thing, isn't it? Uh, I am very, very. You know, it's <laughs> he's just. I mean, again, I hate, to, but he's just too, um, too overjoyed by himself. Yeah, yes. but it's twee. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's. You know what it is? It's like, there's nothing funnier to me than people that take themselves that seriously. And then, like, for that to not even be funny, because it's so continuing to be so serious. I'm just like, ugh. It's like when Casey Affleck won all those awards. It's like, not only was it like, we're awarding, like, a rapist here. It's also like, he couldn't be more boring. And I get that his acting performance was good, but we're so, like, like, why? Why? Mm -hmm, Why? mm -hmm. Respect the audience. Respect my mother and and myself watching with Champagne. Yeah, with champagne. Like, like give us something. Give us. Right. <laughs> that's why it's important to have Adele Dazim. That's why that's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's why it that's was the true. best moment of my life and the number one moment in culture <laughs> history. That's true. Uh, I, f- I just, just to put a, uh, I guess we can, we, we can keep discussing this, but I do think that yeah. we all agree no, that the only way to avoid performing authenticity or the self or whatever is to actually be genuinely surprised along with everyone else mm-hmm. along with yeah. the audience and what a magical for that to actually happen yeah. never happens because also never there's happen. not yeah. the hardest thing to act is being surprised and mm-hmm. laughing right oh my god I, I love that you guys talked about this on the on the podcast i was like you guys were talking about what was it it was laughing but there was also like was it like uh uh it was something else too but laughing is like oh my god laughing is so, so hard right. oh i know I think what it was was I was saying that my greatest fear is to have to is acting being cast as like a funny person. Like oh, someone yes. who's actually yeah, making yeah, other yeah, people yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like impossible. Right. Delivering a, a a zinger or some like yeah. To be like a, look at this funny, charming and that's it's interesting enough. It's what I have to return. I've been meaning all year to return to Sex and City, like from the beginning, just watch it all again. Right. And that's kind of like the crisis of Carrie. The crisis right. of Carrie, right? Because Carrie needed to be funny we needed to she she was there with the zingers we needed to and it was an impossible it's an impossible space to occupy did samantha did, did kim cattrall succeed though oh yeah big oh, yeah. time but, but she's enough of a character yeah you know, the protagonist is carrie we are supposed to be carrie yeah right and so samantha was able to deliver zinger after zinger and, and it's hilarious but she didn't have to be the surrogate for the audience no, well, yeah. it's free. Samantha is giving you her opinions. Like whenever Samantha's saying something funny, she's she's usually saying because th- it because she feels it. Whereas Carrie is yeah. often commenting on what the other women are doing and saying. So she's literally yes. making jokes. Like sh- her action often is making a joke about things, which is I think yeah. 
a testament to SJP that she was able to carry oh. it through. Yes. No, absolutely. It would have been right. so annoying on someone that wasn't so likable. Also, great award speeches from that crew. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, I, <laughs> I, I don't think I have the stamina to watch it from beginning to end, but I did read, I mean, Carrie O'Donnell wrote this piece I think it was in the cut about how the last season is actually genuinely still great and like oh I have to wa- I have to read holds that up in every way and rewatch yeah and I, th- I, and I think it. I might do that from six A to six B in that little split season Sex and City was huge in my home and that was another thing my mother loved it and my dad really loved it and I remember that was something where I was like oh interesting like my dad was like it's a phenomenal show. <laughs> <laughs> you love to love hear it. it because for me it was yeah. one of those things that I had to obviously like closeted gay child that couldn't be like we're watching this like so my parents would leave and whenever they were gone for the day I'd watch as many on like HBO on demand as I could uh, and yeah. even like and this was like and then I remember the last season and you know what's so great about the last episode of the last season which is almost like why I wish they wouldn't even do any of these movies is she has a monologue in that last episode which is so good which she's like let me be clear about who I am to the Russian she's like I am, I someone, am someone who is looking, looking for, for love. love and it's like oh. she arrived there at she realized what she wanted indescribable can't control it whatever it is inconvenient, inconvenient. <laughs> Can't <laughs> live without each other, love. She's all on the chest. She's always <sighs> the hands on the chest. And I don't <laughs> think that behind. love is yeah. here in this beautiful apartment. Beautiful. This <laughs> yes. gorgeous In suite. Paris. In Paris. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, it's my fault. You're making me really excited. I shouldn't have come here. And then she leaves and she never, her hands never leave her chest. You're so right. Yeah. Uh, and then we're laughing and big. No, it's, whew, yeah, it's huge. Deeply formative. Mm. Deeply formative. What is um? Was there a second prong that that we haven't touched? Oh on yeah, yet? we want to know the second. I, of course, prong. lost the prong. No, you know your prong. No, 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 no. We're um, oh no, no. Back. It was again, of course, like all Rosie lead back to my mother, who's like a very dramatic person. But like, I think also, I don't know if this counts. I don't know if this counts. But my like, it's kind of connected to what I was saying. But like this performance of self. But like dinner parties. Yeah, sure. <gasps> that was really also something where I was like oh I get this mm. like being alive stuff like you know <laughs> you're alive <laughs> oh my god that's you beautiful. have people over yeah. yeah you make your you serve food you wear something you buy flowers you make the lighting nice mm. you decide like you create an experience for other people that was very like immediately I was like I like that or I was like that's important or, and I, I think also seeing my mom be like it was, it's like a creative act. The gener- it's a generous act to like yes. have people over and yes. feed them. Or, and so that was, and also seeing my mom, like the panic, like the pre-hosting and like the, you know, they're like, not those chairs, you <laughs> yeah. know, like yeah. all of that and kind of, and like the anxiety of that and the preparation for the guests to come uh-huh. and the kind of like that. And my mom, now this is so funny to me. My, my parents would throw a holiday party every year and my mom would spend like six months planning it or whatever. Like it was a huge deal. It was a great party. She, so getting the house ready, all the thing. And then the guests would start to arrive. My mother, nowhere to be seen. My mother would be in the bedroom. <laughs> my mom would be getting ready. And it was this thing of like her. And it was, where's Helen? It was like the guests. It was like a, always a chorus of where's Helen? Where's Helen? <laughs> and my mom would be like held up in the bathroom with a glass of champagne, yep. like putting on some lipstick and being like, what do I wear? Yep. You know? And even though I'm kind of like, you knew what you were going to wear to this, you know, and it was a little bit of like, now I think people kind of have to be like, come out, come out. <laughs> like, 
And I really see myself in her. This I'm painting it as a much more psychotic portrait no, of what I, it actually was like in the lived experience. But I see that now. And also, I'm having, this is a live revelation, folks. I haven't talked about this ever before in, in therapy, never before. But like, but that was like seeing her kind of shift and seeing that like the anxiety of performance, which, ooh, you know, you feel when literally. you step on a set, you feel that when you step into <laughs> a dinner party, right? And um, the vulnerability of of, of hosting. Well, because <laughs> she's, she set the stage and everything has happened and everything is right. But once she steps out into it, then she has to become part of it. And then the installation yes. is truly complete. So it's really that thing of like, it doesn't exist until she's actually out there. And she right. and when you've built something up so much, it's tough to say, let's let's have the curtain go up. You know what I mean? It is that thing of yeah. like, I know I'm and prepared. And to exist in your own creation mm-hmm. is like awkward to be like, oh yeah, no, I planned this meticulously. And like, you know, like there's something that the, like showing care, showing, dare I say it, it's a hot word, labor. Yep. You yeah. know, showing it, like showing <laughs> like, showing that is... Yeah, and then and then just like telling stories, like that's you know being funny, being like captivating. And being I on. again, I was an only child, and I was really, it was really important to me to like make adults laugh or be taken seriously because like, you would be present. Yes, because I would be present, and like the, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. there was no there was no kids table or anything. No, because my parents' friends like truly did not have kids, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I was really with a lot of adults, and I, yeah, I was like, I I don't want to be a kid, like I want to you know, make mm. someone laugh. And I, and so that was, that was a big, that was big for me. And then of course, you know, strictly ballroom and dollhouse, <laughs> you know, that stuff too. Did you, did you find that? So, so in order to make them laugh, you were never performing kid. You were performing as if, as if you were. Yes. Or something. I don't even really know what I was doing, but I recognize now that I think they probably also were laughing because I was trying to be adult. Right. Like, do you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in the time I, and I can't recall, like, of course, when I was really little, I was kind of like clowning yeah. or something. Or I remember like I did like some magic tricks once or like something like that. <laughs> but, um, or like famously, my mom says, you know, I would go around and ask, you know, what kind of wine do you want? Red or white? <laughs> but, you know, but I made a mistake and I said red or blue. Red or blue. Like, <laughs> I was just cute. How but, darling. Um, <laughs> but I was very young at that point. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just remember the extreme satisfaction of like ma- of like making them laugh, but like actually making them laugh. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to bring up something. Oh, I love it. Yeah, there was a time. You're like your whole family died right? <laughs> <laughs> at a dinner party. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, 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 has, I hesitate to even bring this up because it feels yeah. it feels so. The pilot. The pilot. Can yeah. we talk about no, it? I was going to say, of course. So I'll say, I'll give you a perfect. Okay, we're cutting in here. Um, which we uh, which we love, by the way. You guys sent it to us, and we watched it together. And we watched it together, yeah. and we and we showed it to our friend. Like, and then like I love a different. You. Thank we, you. We were just like, this is great. a perfect. This Thank is a perfect you. pilot. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, yes, I've always been obsessed with hosting, and John Early and I, I think we sort of you know fell in love with each other because of like the shared sensibility of like understanding like that. And kind of having always been interested in that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And in that, like the crisis of personality, like the crisis of like presenting yourself. Yes. And so we made a pilot that did not air. I repeat, <laughs> did not air. It aired in our living <laughs> we room told, and we love it. It aired in our living uh, room. It's, it's truly an honor um, to hear that. But, and the pilot that we made was, um, the, the show is about 
<laughs> are you ready? Two best friends. <laughs> but but the pilot was all set around a dinner party and these two people who are kind of married, but they're not, but they um, act as though married essentially. And it's them throwing this dinner party and kind of all the stakes and kind of the so high. kind of crumbling around it. And yeah. I loved There's... the ending though, when it was sort of revealed that they had just met. Like I thought that there was something so interesting there and like people that can become codependent very quickly. Like yes, I, I yes. loved that about it. And I'm always trying to, <laughs> I'm always trying to find a way to put, to really get, cause codependency, like it's only, it, I haven't seen it really explored in, in like a way that I'm like, yes, yes, yes yet. But then it, it was really getting there. And I thought it was so interesting. Like, that everyone was like, yeah, they don't really know each other. It's been like <laughs> it's been like three yeah. or four months, and I just thought that was yeah. so that was such like a funny, smart touch. Oh, thank on you. It. Well, because also that's like true to John. People like when we started being friends, we were like, oh, did you guys go to like they assume we went to acting school together? Right. I of course was rejected from acting school. I repeat, rejected. No, we were a Gallatin um, girl. Gallatin girl. Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna go in through through the underground system. Yeah, <laughs> and so. I, but everyone assumed that John and I had gone to college together and were long friends. And then we were always kind of humiliated to be like, we met last year, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so we, cause we also, when we met, it was that psychotic thing of like, our kind of having like a shared sensibility or like, we're like, Whoa. it's like, fall- it's like, like it falling in love. It's falling truly. in love. Fully falling in love. Like it was falling in love. And uh, we fucked. Yeah. Too, so that helps. <laughs> How is it? Is it good? <laughs> nice. It looks like it would be good. Un- yeah, the, I mean, know each that other. man. You know each other. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know my yeah, body yeah, before yeah. John. I didn't, kn- and I can say that totally. now. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, that man. Thank you for for There's- referencing the pilot that was um, Hollywood. Hollywood's tough, you know. They tell you, hey, we're gonna give you. <laughs> I caught myself. Ah, no, that was that wasn't Jiminy. That was not Jim. <laughs> it was a little Jiminy. Let's get the Jiminy counter up here. But uh no, you know, I, I say this for the listener. If you're thinking about moving to Hollywood, just be careful because they promise you the moon and sweetheart. They say you're gonna be the bell of the boat, next big thing. Then then I'll pick up your pilot. I know next 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 big thing. Oh, that's Sandy Kenyon that Matt's doing. Oh, that's Sandy Kenyon. Horrifying. <laughs> um, I want to quote to you because it's just it's just reverberated for years at this point. Mm. But the, the the wonderful scene of like the dinner party actually happening and and the conversation being wild. But at one point, your character goes, I forget what leads what the lead up into uh, into this line is, but it's like, um, you know, like in like like in linguistics, you don't have the word, you don't have the concept. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> And that's such a genius just like way to like, I don't know, um, just put a cap on like this wild run of like dialogue from this person. And then and then I and then but then that that did like sort of light up something in me where I was like, oh yeah, that that is like what linguistics is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I've truly it's so nice to hear you talk about it. Because I great. I forget and you know, you know, our hearts break and we have to pick up the pieces. You know, we get it hurt. Really is tough. And then if we're lucky, we get lucky again. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. I, and we all will. I mean, yeah, oh no, of course. And you know, the the, the joy of creation. <laughs> cut the mic, cut the mic. I've lost it. No, but it's um yeah, we're uh, yeah, we're trying to make something else that of course also was appended due to COVID. Um, but you know, we keep going. We keep going. In this industry and in this world. And you'll always have each other. Uh, and also the thing about it is like when you're trying to do this, you realize that never ends. Like the pitch process. It's like so oh, like I'm pitching something right now and I swear to God, I wake up. I wake up. The first thing I do when I open my eyes is say, no, no, 
no, I don't want to do it. No, the eternal pitch. Yeah, it's just like I mean, welcome because yeah. you feel like um, like I still I feel like it, it, uh, they often like go fine and then whatever you move on. But like I never know. Like like you think like oh I'm never gonna have to pitch something. Like what am I in marketing? It's like no 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 that happens literally all the time <laughs> in in the biz and it's you never really know because you can't see yourself. Like you're not you're not hearing yourself doing it. Yeah, it's just yeah. I, it's such a heady. You Dang. earlier, I was so grateful. You also referenced five five five, which is oh, we love five five five. Fantastic. Thank you, thank you. And actually, I, I should say here, this is a scoop. This has not been announced yet, um, because it's behind. It's been behind a paywall. Oh. Right, sure. the, Vimeo. the famous yeah. Vimeo for like three ninety nine, which is a literal impossible amount of money to pay. Can't. It'd be easier to pay twenty dollars. Three ninety nine, three ninety nine is like exactly where you're like. So it's basically no. free, but it's not, and I have to enter in something. Like it's, I felt mad so that we didn't paywall, pay enough. Yeah. The paywall will soon be we lifted love. so when anyone can watch it, it's going to be free. Oh, Perfect. So love that. hopefully then some people will will be able to enjoy it. But I was going to say in that, Kristen Johnston, the best. Genius, mm. And like was in, a, we were lucky to have her in an episode of 555 in which John and I are playing actors and she's an acting teacher and she oh, was John's so acting good. teacher in real life. <laughs> was she a teacher and at ETW? She, Yes. Ooh. Oh my God. I think I th- maybe it was Atlantic. Oh yeah. No, you know what? You're right. It's, at it's Atlantic. It, that lives in the file cabinets of my brain. Though. That's true. Wow. One of the, I like fell in love with John, like was like him telling me like incredible stories, like wow. just doing her and like saying, and she, <laughs> we shot that. It was like a very crazy shoot. We had like almost no money and it was very chaotic. And she just like, we didn't have that much time. And she just delivered the most beautiful monologues about like the nature of acting. Yeah. And it was like hell that it, the whole thing couldn't be an hour. Like it was oh. just, I, and, it, and I remember, I don't remember if this, this didn't, I don't think ever make it into the final cut, but she talks about, you know, how she was this huge star. She was on Third Rock from the Sun yeah. and she was, you know, and then she talks about, you know, wanting to kill herself. Like she was deeply depressed and kind of how hard it was. But then she talks about the biz and she's like, there's no joy in this industry. <sighs> there's only relief. Which oh, I was like, oh, that's so true. God. And you're like chasing, chasing. You're like, oh, okay. And then you're just kind of, mm. and, and hearing her talk about relief. that was like a great gift. That's yeah, such an interesting like, way to put it. She's like, there's only relief. Yeah, you're just waiting to be relieved. Yeah, wow. That's God. so crazy. We have to pull joy from other things like friends and family. <laughs> and yes. getting the melon right. Communal living. What was <laughs> so that? Getting the getting melon, the melon right. right. Getting the melon right if you're lucky, yeah. setting it back with grace, <laughs> and <laughs> and then buying around for the whole the whole restaurant. Of course, I didn't oh. do that, but I I long for that. Yeah, to, to be able to walk in. You know what? Sometimes I think is like a really sort of it's pretty pretty old school and even a little sleazy. But like, if anyone ever did it to me, I would not be mad. Someone's sending over a drink. Oh my god! Someone sending over this from the gentleman in the white suit. Has this happened to either of you ever? One of the coolest things I've ever done. Is when I was in high school, I was at a diner that I used to go that I used to always go to with my friends, and I and there was like a hot guy mm-hmm. there, and I sent him a single fried egg. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> across, <laughs> and then it was like watching, <laughs> like the That's server gorgeous. go over and like point at me, and I was like, "This is I from mean, the from the lady," <laughs> like topping him from across yeah. the room. Yes, and then of course, like not a word was exchanged. I mean, it was a joke for my friends, but to have that bravery, I, I think about that now. I'm like, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's phenomenal. No, I've never been sent a drink from across the room. Tragically. I mm. sent one, a friend didn't know I was in the restaurant and I sent over just like a root beer, just as, just as like a funny joke. And the waitress yeah. spilled it on the table. 
She was like, this is from, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> a, they didn't know it was coming. B, it was like, what? It, like, it, was so, it was like that thing, it was like an Applebee's truly. And it was yeah, such yeah. a chaotic moment. And I don't know if she ever got out like it's from that kid over there. Like it just, <laughs> just, a, just spill. a spill Ooh. of a random drink that was arriving at the table. She sort of got through the sentence, but that's a thing. Here's the, here's another thing with drinks. They get spilled too often. Oh, they spill. The and glass can rarely contain. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, Burritos, and Quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, you, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I think it's time. It might be time. No. So, yeah, but this is when it really gets started, to be honest. So this is uh, <laughs> I mean, this is where it starts to kick in. This is, oh, I, know. I don't Here we think go. so, honey. And this will be your first 
What? That's literally oh not God. right. I feel okay, this, uh, but but this is. Listen, we we have our whole life. It's so true, and knock wood that the anesthesia actually goes okay. And can I say one before we get into this? Can I say one more thing? Yeah. You know, Kate, as you know, this morning we had an earthquake. So, oh my God, oh, are, are you both okay? Didn't we? Did you feel yes. it this morning? I woke up. I woke up Same. completely nude as I often sleep yeah. and I was like, do I have to go get on a big shirt in case I have to run into the street? But then I was like, you don't run into the <laughs> you street. You don't run There's into the street. <laughs> but it lasted long enough that the shaking was continuous where I was like, do I oh put on a shawl? <laughs> it was like an 11 second thing. It was like it was like an 11 second thing and I've actually, long. I famously always miss the earthquakes. Like I, they happen and like, I'm like, oh, Really? Like all my friends will be on a group text like, yeah. you feel that one? Whoa, scary. Hated that, etc. And I'm like, oh, I didn't feel yeah. it. This time fully woke up because I felt it. It was like 11 seconds that of a shaking. good shake. Yeah. It was like a 4.0. Um, and uh, I thought it? to myself, no. yeah, I thought to myself, oh, you know what's going to happen when I'm under anesthesia? That's when we're going to get the earthquake. And I'm just going to be a flopping I anesthetic believe... corpse while everyone no, makes the, a run the for it. No, the hospitals are on wheels, Matt. They're on wheels. <laughs> okay, <laughs> is this true? They're on rollers? Is that is that a real thing? Yes, they're on rollers. And you're going to be, you literally, there's nowhere oh, you'd know. rather be than a hospital during an earthquake, but uh, particularly under anesthesia, because then you won't know what's happening. And then you wake up and they go, you're never going to believe it, sweetheart. <laughs> you know, you're going to be fine. But <laughs> you're, you're going to be totally fine. I feel it in my bones. Okay, good. And, yeah. um, and it's always scary, you know, it's, you know, it's like why kids don't want to go to sleep because it's, you know, it's a, spec- it's a specter of death, but you're not going to die. I just, I feel mm. so confident I'm not going to. And you're going to have relief. Then you won't have to have this, you know, it's ultimately. 100%. And I mean, like, literally, it is this thing in my nose is the bane of my existence and it must go. So it's a finally happened. So Bowen, Bowen knows he's lived many of these years with me and I constantly am talking about it. And so it needs to go. But I did just, I felt like I had to be honest about it on the pod because what if I don't come back next week and they say it's a rhinoplasty gone wrong? I refuse to have that be the narrative. I had to be the one to say it. Okay? You're ahead of I'm it. I'm ahead of it now. It's, it's, the, kid, it's <laughs> the kid logic of of just putting out like the worst case scenario so that it as an as its own proofing insurance policy of it not happening exactly it's yes. me it's i'm earthquake proofing the yes. situation yes which exactly. by the way exactly. i read all about this morning because i'm in like i said i'm in that doomsday google sort of mindset oh yeah do so tell. i did sort of google for the very first time the big one and i sort of found out all about what will happen when we get the big one oh, and that ain't guys. gonna be good mm. I started listening to the Big One podcast. <laughs> Turned it off. Yeah, I had to. I got 20 minutes in. I was like, this is so upsetting yeah. and disturbing. I can't live my life with this information. Yeah. I can't. Uh, also, I will die with my neighbors. Like, I'm like, I'm not I'm not a fighter in that way. No. Like, I'm not. Yes, of course. Have water. Do the things, you know, know how to shut off the. I'll do the bare minimum. Yeah. But I you am I we can't devote our lives. No. Oh, my God. To mm. to to protecting ourselves against something like it's that. It's really crazy. It's God. I, I mean, I, truly, I become full God at that point. I'm just like, take me. <laughs> like, it's like, if, if that's what's going to happen, I mean, because I'll just, I'll just to briefly paraphrase something that happened in the podcast. It was so horrifying. Was there's a woman in it who's obsessed with the big one or some psychotic earthquake. She was in one something. She's like, it was a huge thing in her life. Maybe she lost someone in an earthquake, something crazy. And then one day she's in and she was actually... I'm aborting this because I truly no. forgot it. It's like a half oh, okay, But the point okay. is, she found herself amidst a huge earthquake. Yeah. And it was like, so it's like you can live your life defined by fear and something. Of course. And then it just and happens still, to you. And then still be defined by it. Exactly. We can't. And by, and then also, my 
I know somebody who works for FEMA, not to brag. Ooh. And um, but they told me that they work in San Francisco or the Bay Area, and that like for example, one of the numbers is they're like when the big one hits, if when it hits, there will be between twenty thousand and forty thousand people in elevators trapped. So that's a number that they know. <sighs> like the people that are in elevators alone are going to be Ooh. a crisis that we can't get to. So it's like oh we're my hanging God. on. By- I'm so no, sorry. and you know what's crazy about it, Bowen? You know what's crazy about it, Bowen? It will happen. Uh, yes. I uh, here's my feeling. Hundred years, we'll be gone. We'll I be gone. Truly, genuinely, push it hope. on to the next. It's like it's like hundred years I, again. This was part of my research today too. It's like <laughs> push it on. It, to push them. it on to them. Like yeah, in a hundred years from now, like they're fucked anyway. Let's just be real. Um, <laughs> but it's it's true. Like it, it's really gonna be. It, it, they, I, I saw like. <laughs> This is how deep it went. Like I saw like a it's visual B-A-D. I saw like a visual like um sort of simulation of what it would look like and it was truly like when a kid is like at a bar mitzvah dance and like where 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 that was yeah. <laughs> that whatever this is that was the earth. They d- that's the plates. No, that's it's the it's plates. really bad, but we just have to get a little water, know how to turn off your your gas and don't thing. run mm-hmm. because they said if you run during an earthquake you're going to break your legs and shit. Or something flies off the thing and hits <laughs> you in the head. I right, remember because right. I was in bed and I remember reading that what they say if you're in bed to do is to roll onto your stomach. So that takes 20 <laughs> minutes. And then <laughs> you roll onto your stomach and then you protect <sighs> the back of your neck. So I, in that Genius. moment, I was like, okay, if the shaking continues or if it gr- gets greater, I'm just going you know to do that and cry into the pillow. And yeah, it's fine. What's crazy, though, is that it is regional. Like, it didn't have to be us if we didn't live in this fucking city. <laughs> You know I know I mean? it's so sci-fi. You just have to go. Truly, with it. oh god! And and the but then is it even worth pointing out that the dark reason why you guys are in that city is for this industry? Yeah, to be photographed. No joy only relief. Hulu's gonna yeah. say no to me anyway. Why am I <laughs> risking it all? <laughs> risking it all. Oh my god! No, I think it's you. Just have to, you know. We got. We have to make our shows and our and movies. it's worth it for the okay. space and the we weather. Do. You know what I mean? It's just like I need oh dry, can't be doing humid, etc. Um. Anyway, this is I don't think so, honey. And truly, I don't think so, honey. Earthquakes. No, you're. It's it's not over. Okay. No, no. I know. I got excited. I was like, I almost forgot. Hello, when you said that. This going. is. Not, I mean, we've reached the summit. <laughs> the I know. Summit this is the moment. Of the podcast yes, yes. really. Yes. Uh, the climax. The emotional climax. Spiritual climax. Um, I don't think so, honey. Which is, of course, a minute-long sort of um, feverish uh, rant, really, about something in culture that is not it, and we don't like, and we have to. We feel compelled to speak about even. And there's really been so much to talk about, Bowen. But um, I do think I have what the, a good topical one for me, anyway. Oh, oh my god! Thank God yours is topical because mine is certainly not. Like I said, topical for thrilling. me, but you know. Oh, for, well, it's still topical. Mm. Okay, this is um, Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, Honey. I have him on the clock, and his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Anesthesia diet restrictions. Let me tell you oh. what you can't eat. Fish. Oh. I'm fucked. My favorite food? Fish, hun. I, I, so my mother's coming in for the surgery. I make a great um, two-person reservation for us at Yamashiro. This incredible sort of, mm. you know, Japanese restaurant right by my house. I look at the menu, all seafood. Now I have to cancel. I don't think so, honey. Also, you can't eat potatoes. What the fuck? You can't eat vegetables. What the hell? Nothing, nothing high in fiber. Maybe I'm overdoing this and just kind of going for it. But also, I don't think so, honey, surgery in general. You're going to cut into me with that you 
Honestly, also, I don't think so, honey. Anesthesia. This is people's whole job. Let me say something. It sounds like something you can get pretty bored at doing and make a mistake. Because you're sitting there just like (laughs) toggling levers. You don't know me. You don't know my body. I don't think so, honey, that I can't eat or drink a goddamn cocktail beforehand. Honey, I can't smoke reefer. I don't think so, honey. This is and that's one minute. I didn't even really get to the meat and potatoes. I'm shocked. I had no idea. Oh, no idea. Oh, oh, when you see the list of things, avoid a diet rich in seafood. Avoid fibrous foods. Avoid where alcohol. Are you, where are you avoid, getting this from, though? I, I have a to document ask. sent to me by doc by okay, my doctor's okay. all office. Right. All right, all right, all right. And let me tell you something. I could have done. I don't think so, honey, Captain. I mean, a Falcon and Winter Soldier, because nothing's happening on that. And I could have mm-hmm. done. I don't think so, honey. Um, final fours because on reality shows I don't like a final four. I think we need you to do a two. final two. Mm. That's that's from Justin to Cal- <laughs> Justin and Kelly. That's what we need. But but I feel like this is just taking over my life in such a way where I have to say and speak out about the anesthesia diet restrictions. Thank you. I mean, because get this, if you eat within eight hours of doing anesthesia, that food's going in your lungs, darling, dear. Oh, my (laughs) You're going to be breathing in your food like it's oxygen. I've always, I've always, this is something that I think came up on Poog. Why food isn't in our lungs more? I don't understand. (laughs) And when when you're choking on something, when you, when you inhale and you went down the wrong pipe, well, what pipe? And where'd it go? And where'd it go? Oh, it's down the wrong pipe. It's really crazy. Yeah. Straight to the heart. Bingo. Well, if you, let me tell you something. If you want to be breathing in some food, go under anesthesia. Oh God, that's that's absolutely nightmarish. But you're going to be completely fine. You're going to have some. You can't have vegetables. It was like avoid fibrous food. Truly, so, what can like, you eat? Then? I literally was like, what? And my, and my mom was like, well, I don't want you eating anything <laughs> fried. I'm like, girlfriend. Uh, uh, the list is so long. It's like, what? Am, I guess I'm going to eat like, um, like starches like carbs but pasta i guess and here's and here we are in la they tell you to avoid carbs and then you have surgery and it all goes down the drain not my la (laughs) (laughs) damn! i'm also you know what else i'm nervous about like the three-week recovery period where i'm just going to be sitting in my apartment like just like just like the stagnancy anyway listen this is the best time this could possibly be happening i guess you're so right but uh, you know what i mean yeah it's it's true. It's and and you finish. You yeah. You're you're between things. Um, you're gonna watch some shows. Oh my mother my will be here. We already had a fight. She was like, we uh, she called and she was like, I'm coming and I'm staying on a cot in your living room. I was like, first of all, the word cot, like <laughs> air mattress. Get the cot if out. We must. And I was like, get no. thee to a nunnery. I was like, it's not big enough. I was like, for eleven days, mother. I don't know. Oh, so we're putting no. her in a best western. I sense a snuggle. Yeah, there's gonna be. I sense some people are gonna be snuggling. Soon. I hope. Can we end the stigma around snuggling with mom? Oh, I literally curl up in the oh. bed any chance I get. I love, I love, I, I still do, like, I just do like a little sneak up and kiss her on the cheek. Yeah. And squeeze her hand and, and then walk and off. Nothing oh, like it's mom. So, it's so lovely. Um, well, we do think so, honey, moms and the cuddling of them. We but love um, I'll tell you what we don't think so, honey, whatever Bowen Yang's going to say right now. So okay. um, this is his, I don't think so, honey. Are you ready, Bo? I'm ready. Good. Because your time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Physical keys. It is huh? this weight that we all mm. carry with us. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's this, it's this crazy, like, Sisyphean, like, ha- way of, like, having to, like, sort through. It's like, it's like stuff that you have to, like, sort through and, like, you have to carry the knowledge of, like, what you have 
with you all the time. Mm. And I find it to be very, very, very crazy. Like I need other mm, 30 seconds, cerebral real estate for other things. I could be, I could like, I could, I could remember the movies that Cameron Diaz has been in and, and, (laughs) and just, and like known that she was a prestige actress at one point. Like, I just think he's, I know this is very fast. Like, bring up like this quotidian thing but like i i really don't th- I, I i welcome like the surveillance state as far as it lets <laughs> us enter buildings with just a phone or um a little a little bluetooth action and that's one Absolute. minute i've been saying track me daddy for years <laughs> i don't care i used to think i had an inch oh I, look at me I, I belong to an interesting subculture my discover weekly knows me so so specifically it's yes, like yes. i am nothing like the, i we're already there. They, they already know me. Take yeah. me. Uh-huh, well, you know, uh-huh, you know uh-huh. what they're going to start doing everywhere is the eye recognition. So it's oh. like that thing of mm. like how your phone does it. Like when you stare at it and it unlocks, apparently yeah. like, you know, who's Disney World and Disneyland are, of course, okay. the f- most forward thinking minds, the Imagineers have thought up a world where you can just, it's like not going to be ticketing. It's not going to be anything like that. You can kind of just like, I scan no! and also Actually, that, get this yeah. and get this. This is where I heard it's heading that based on things you've done in the park, certain characters will know to interact with you a certain way because the what? eye scanning is going to have followed you. So this is something they were talking about for the star no, Wars galaxy's okay. edge is however you did on the certain millennium Falcon ride. If you scored a lot of points or whatever, cause it's like a video game, you would be approached by people in the park being like, you are a great w- warrior. You're a great space fighter and we respect you. <laughs> um, and that they would know Kate that is, Kate, Kate is mortified. I went really dark with this. <laughs> yeah, no, this is very dark. That's that's th- mostly. I'm just like, I take it back. I just honestly, I just got sad because I was like, oh, yeah, because now games are about Star Wars or something, you know, <laughs> Often. I, was like, I was like, what the teacups? Like, that's oh, yeah, no, well, the, you, I don't know when the last time you've been to Disneyland is, but they've really taken a hard right turn into video game screen land. I've essentially never been. You I never was taken go. as a it's child. It was thing. a huge wound. It was a huge childhood wound because my parents Ooh. never took me to Disneyland. I went once. I pretended to be diabetic because I had seen it in the Babysitter's Club movie <laughs> and terrified <laughs> And my, and my house there for a Amazing. friend's birthday. And then Incredible. the mom flipped out and was like, your parents didn't tell me you were diabetic. Oh. And then I was like, and then I tried to carry on. And I was like, I'm, I, I'm not. It's, it's like, it's like, like diabetes. It was horrifying. And then I went for senior night in high school. But, you know, my friends and I were cool. So we just got stoned. We're like, we're not going on the rides. Yeah, but you can like, go. You, the, the, the hack is be stoned, but go on the rides. Yeah, yeah. I would love to. Oh, it's so good. I mean, we. You, the thing is, you go, you're spinning around and letting it happen to you. But yeah, there's. I a didn't lot know of, they served alcohol there. They do now, so oh, yeah. they've just. Mm-hmm. They, this is this is my. This is how you know. This is more doomsday googling. Me knowing where they serve alcohol in Disneyland. They serve it at the Blue Bayou now, which is at the re- the restaurant at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. So there you go. Wow. And it's outdoors. Okay. It and does sound fun. You love it. How lovely. I'm actually kind <laughs> of surprised that you haven't been. I almost went a few years ago and then I didn't. And that's where that ends. I bet Jacqueline likes Disney. I know. I think you're right. I should ask her if, if she would like to go. You know, we were once tagged and they said, um, Bowen is the Kate and Matt is the Jacqueline, which is why I <gasps> feel like maybe she likes Disney. Oh my God. Oh my God. How did I miss that tag? I always search my name every morning and evening. <laughs> um, that's shocking. Someone said that. Wow. That's beautiful. Beautiful. 
I, by the way, I just want to say I'm terrified for my I don't think so, honey. Like no, I really felt I was like racking my brain. Terrified no. is too strong a word, but I'm scared. <laughs> no. and in fact, just like, no, I know. I, ew, I hate myself for even, see, this is, it's below you to have to hear that, to have, for you to have to encounter my no. fear of not no. being interesting enough or funny enough. No. Has anyone ever, I'm not saying that I'm going to do this, but has anyone, this is probably cheating, splitting the minute into two. Yes, yes. People, <laughs> They've done, people have done the it. The form it's, has it's, been broken in so many ways. Yeah, of course. Has anyone ever done this? No, wow, I'm really no, so flagellating over here. What's going yeah. on? What is this? No need. No I blame need. COVID. I blame the year of isolation. <laughs> it um, did make it did make me a more anxious, fearful person, which I love for me. Yeah, I, I know. No, it actually has done that. It's, it's horrifying. Okay, I'm just going to do one. And it's okay. kind of something I mentioned earlier a little bit, but in a different context. All right. Well, this okay. is Paperland's I Don't Think So, Honey. Her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Prosecco. I don't. I, I, for years, was hypnotized by the culture and I thought that I wanted Prosecco. Mm -hmm. I thought that I needed it. I thought that if bubbles equal Prosecco, you know, I didn't know at that point I was young. Champagne is a certain certain region in France, right? It's not all champagne, blah, blah, blah. Prosecco. It wasn't until I would say maybe a year and a half ago, I started to go, guess what? I don't like Prosecco because it's sweet. And the bubbles aren't dense enough. And I don't want Prosecco. And I'd rather start the meal with give me a cava, give me a cremant, give me anything. But the, the Prosecco, it's, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's an invention of bourgeois. <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's, it's this invention that was forced down our throats. Mm-hmm. And we're all hypnotized. And we think that it's good, but it's seconds. not. And the flavor, it's not, it's, 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 it's not good. I'm nope. sorry. It's just not good. Nope. And I'm not going to lie anymore. And going forward, I won't be seduced by by the $8 Prosecco. Five seconds. And I will just go straight for something else. And honestly, I'd rather have seltzer. I'm not even kidding. And that's one minute. <laughs> Kate, I want to tell you something. Beautiful. I, I have done I Don't Think So Honey Prosecco because I don't think so, Honey Prosecco. <laughs> no. I hate it. No. And it is. And, and, oh, Oh, we're being bad with Prosecco. No, we're not. No, what you're doing is getting we're a being corporate headache. You're getting a headache I'm getting so a, bad that you... Headache. Getting, oh, the headache And you don't want unreal. two glasses of Prosecco. Never. And you sir, I mean, it's just... I'm sorry. It's not good. It's sweet. It's sweet. And, the, and I, also, I don't want you know, people... There's a thing about sweetness. Like, no, there can be sweet undertones in wine, and it's gorgeous. But this is not what I no, want. No, it's not about the sweetness <laughs> for me. It, it, it is about the fact that there's something about Prosecco where you're like, Fuck. I'm not... I'm not going to have a second glass. No. I don't think... <laughs> If you're listening to this and you've had a second glass of Prosecco, you, you, something something's the master. Something's off. Yeah, call someone. Calls, seek yeah. call help. Someone. Seek treatment. What we're seek what, yeah. what I feel either. is like like Prosecco. It's supposed to be like your hands in it, and it's like a celebration. No. But it, Who are we celebrating? The pr- big Prosecco. Big Prosecco. Uh, that's yeah. what it is. Also, can yeah. I say it's so fizz forward? Oh God! I feel like there isn't enough fizz. I feel like it's almost <laughs> flat. It's like falling out of the. It's it just it's pathetic. I don't want I my don't drink wanna... to be bubbling. I'm sorry, and no. I say that as someone who likes well, Disney. I do. You, I, I'm well, not that much. <laughs> Oh my I God. want bubbles and I'm and I won't do it. Anymore. I can't. I, I don't know. Even, even champagne. I'm sorry, like because you know what it is. I've kind of had prosecco and now I have that sort of disdain for it. So that even mm. the yeah. nice bubbling whites. I'm like I can't. I'm here to bring you back to bubbles, back to cremant, back to cava, back to a gorgeous. You know you keep you bubbles. keep sort of saying cava and I'm I like maybe the it's the cava. Maybe cava is the way. I think I think we gotta go. I mean, it's go, not just because I'm half Spanish, but the cava is the way. It's the way. Let's do it. And I I I, I hate that I'm quoting 
uh, a Fred Armisen character from an SNL sketch, but this is Regine. And at one point it's this living room set up. Someone brings out Prosecco and then Fred Armisen is this woman. goes, <laughs> Oh, what are we celebrating? Mediocrity or <laughs> oh, av- average. Oh my God. That's hysterical. And here I am. I didn't even know Prosecco. I thought I was somehow being a revolutionary. No, 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 no. And I, I no, I, I, no, you're, you're not, I don't feel insulted. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I feel honestly that I f- that I found community. No, yes, today. and yes. I, I'm saying I I felt like when when you said it, I was like, oh my god, I, and I feel like people looked at me like I had two crazy heads when I did it, and so now to sort of like hear a sister mm-hmm. sort of rage mm-hmm. on about prosecco, I was like, I must tell her that I feel this way. I'm so glad to hear that you that you also feel I that feel way. that way so bad and no more and, you know no I, more. I know no people more. that like exclusively drink Prosecco and I have a level of distrust for them it's sinister it's something they have to let pleasure in yeah they have to they, you know I have to let it's pleasure in it's not that they don't in. know what they want it's that they're afraid of what they want bingo <sighs> bingo <laughs> there's that there's that genius you gotta listen to Pooh because it, it it is just these two people who are just, just, it's, 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 they're having the most engaging. I, this sounds so like whatever, but like the most engaging conversation. It's, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm, thank you. I mean, that's, that's deeply fa- flattering. My and God. And let's just say often imitated, never duplicated. Okay. Never oh, and you know, they're God. out here and they're, they're trying to be Kate Berlant. The kids, <laughs> the kids are trying to be Kate Berlant. They're not doing it like them. Oh my God. This was, this truly lifted me. I'm soaring. I'm taking this into the evening and I just feel like I'm looking at a bowl of citrus and I'm thinking, are you? Oh my God. California. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I feel really, I feel bright. You really restored me to today. be looking at a bowl of citrus. Oh, is it fresh? Yeah. Oh, oh. To think and That's think, deep. Bowen, think about this morning when that fresh bowl of citrus was sort of shaking with the shaking. earth. Shaking. I know it's incredible. So beautiful nature. We have to love each other, folks, because (laughs) we're shaking out here. Oh, we're (laughs) shaking out here. Um, and so listen to Poog. Obviously, our 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 sister pod. We are so happy to have you here on the show. Got to tell you, this was. I was so thrilled to do it. You're both so funny and great, and I just had truly had a blast. Well, and for symmetry, so for symmetry, so we've had Jacqueline on for symmetry. We'll have we, we, we had you on, and then we'll have. We must have a crossover. I would love a little crossover thing down the line. Right oh. before we logged on, I was tagged, must. and I too always check my tags. I was tagged in a thing that said, yeah. "Where is the Poog Last Culture crossover?" Oh, so sweet! It happened that night. Yes, it happened. We should do a night. crossover live event in Vegas. We, oh, I would <laughs> yeah. Just if any, if any like deep pocketed producers are out there, they're out. They are. <laughs> then they are. We would love to do it in Vegas. Host us in Vegas. Host us at you know like um the the Bellagio or whatever. I, what yeah. I want to do is us four in front of the, the fountains as they dance, and us talk, yes. and no one be able to hear us because the water's going. I think it'd be great. Imagine. Yeah, it'd be a dance. Imagine. Really. That's a picture. <laughs> um, so listen, Bo, uh, uh, famously, uh, we do end every episode with a song. And uh, that's true. Take it away. Shake it off. Shake it, shake it off. Haters gonna hate me. Players gonna play, 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 play. And I'm just gonna shake, 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 shake. Shake it off. Shake it off. Bye. Thank you, Taylor, for that one. Bye. Bye. 
There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich friend, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.